0: All right, welcome. You guys can go ahead and have a seat. I'm still trying to get comfortable uh, with this with this new building. Yeah, uh, this is there's there's huge lights right here. Wow,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm getting a tan. I don't I don't think I'm going to wear as many sweaters as I once wore. <laughs> it gets a little warm here. So, well, I, what I want to do, Church Project number one. If you're if you're um, new to Church Project, we're glad that you're here. You know, we say we're a Church Project Church, a gathering of people that love Jesus. And we love the mission of Jesus in this world, and we want to live that out together. We're also a project, an ongoing pursuit to discover what Christ originally intended church to be. And so we're trying to figure this thing out together. Like, what does it mean to be the church, and what does it mean to be a Christian? today, like in America right now where we are. So I'm glad that you're here. And I pray that God will do some incredible things for you. The secret got out. There are donuts upstairs today. So <laughs> all my people upstairs. Yes. Okay. Love it. Um, I want to if, if, just take a second here because everything's so new for us. This is a second time in this building. I'm loving it. Our kids space is back there. I'd encourage you to, to go look at that if you haven't already. And downstairs, there's some spot as well. But this is, um, this is a very old building with a lot of history. And the most recent history of this building is in 2011. Uh, I believe it was 2011. Twelve. But that's Twelve, okay. Um, Waypoints Church. Uh, came in and renovated this entire building. And so Waypoints has been meeting here every Friday and Tuesday. They've had a soup kitchen through here. They've done all sorts of cool stuff. Prom was here. Raise your hand if you went to prom with Church Project like or Waypoints. You, yeah. yeah, there you go. Okay, that was fun. We got really fun right there. It <laughs> was, was awesome. And so to, last week was our first week into this building, but I want to introduce you to... Todd Welsh, and Justin, and they are the pastors of Waypoints. And so if you would, just give them a, a, like a thank you, a round of applause. Thank you for doing this and letting us be here. I didn't get we the memo. on D the slaps from you guys up here, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I don't awesome. have all, all right. those cool, like, Garth Brook mics or, <laughs> or glasses, but Ryan didn't get the memo on or the Or facial hair, cover. but you're trying really right, hard. So right, right, there right. All, all, so... Well, the reason that we're all up here today is we're going to be going into a brand new series that I announced last week, and it is Proverbs, and so we even have a cool little image that we're going to put up there. And I'm excited to get into the book of Proverbs, and I'm especially excited to do what we're about to do just with our two church bodies. And so I want to go through um, seven questions that we're all just going to kind of talk about because I think God's doing something really cool and really amazing with our two church bodies, and so if we could, I'm going to put all the questions up here, Uh and we're going to walk through, and we're going to talk about these questions. The first question is this, why are we doing this as churches? Two separate churches coming together to do a series, why are we doing this as churches? And this is going to be an open mic. So we can talk, and I know we can talk. We're all pastors, so I'll just pose that question to anybody that wants to talk.
2: Why are we doing
0: Proverbs as two separate churches?
2: Well, I think the, the uniqueness uh, of, of doing this is, as you just talked about a minute ago, about... Uh, Church, And we're talking about the big capital C church. You know, I think one of the criticisms that, that people looking into the church is, is that you guys can't even get along, right? And, and so I think coming together and, and supporting different parts of the body of Christ by saying we're all on the same journey. We have our unique uh, individual, uh, you know, communities, but, but yet we are journeying on the same path, which is seeking after Jesus, trying to live like him in this world, in this day and age. Uh, and, and so I think just being able to do th- something cooperatively like this, I think is, is awesome. And I think it's the, the whole point, right? And so.
1: The reality is that churches have more in common than they have that separates mm-hmm. them. Correct. Uh, most churches believe very similar things. They have a different ways of executing those beliefs and different ways of, of showing how they worship God. But the, the reality is... The Bible is the same here as it is in the church down the street, and uh, we worship the same God, and oftentimes we find ourselves focusing on the things that we do differently more than the things that we do uh, similar. And so this is an opportunity for us uh, as two different church bodies to come together and say, hey, we're like-minded. We're in this together. We know what's happening. We're in the same community, in the same building, serving the same City, how can we do this better? How can we um, come together and be more cooperative? Yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. And I think um, just uh, the the aspect that you um, this is your second week here. What better way to yeah. feel like um, in more than roommates, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, that uh, we're just not roommates living in the same building, but um, that we're we're connecting and supporting each other. Yeah. At two different communities with two different um, um, images that yeah. we're walking out. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I want to. I want to jump to question number five, and that means we're, we're not going to skip two do three we, and four. What <laughs> you can't?
3: What?
2: no? Okay. All right. But I'm, I'm going to go. There work because with me. How, <laughs> how are we doing
0: this? I think is a good thing to address right now as well, because sure, we've sure. all met and we've talked about this a lot, yeah, you know, yeah. over you know two months and. All sorts of technology stuff. So, woohoo, good for <laughs> us. But um, how are we doing this? What are we getting into? Just kind of walk us through the next whatever of Proverbs and doing these this together as two churches. I'm not going to to. Go? All right.
2: Um, We're
1: all being polite. Yeah. Go so, ahead. one thing about uh, um, churches, they tend to center around... Uh, A pastor, and oftentimes that pastor becomes the focal point and uh, the reason why people go to that church. And sometimes that can get in the way of us focusing on God. And so, the way that we're going to be doing this is uh, over the course of weeks, it'll be a different person, um, one of us four, will be speaking uh, to both churches so for example they meet on friday and tuesday and we meet on sunday so if i'm speaking i'm going to be speaking at waypoints on friday sunday at church project tuesday and then we're going to do that where all four of us are going to speak through the first four weeks and then after that you will receive a text message um, of an app that you download and then you vote one of us off (laughs) very american idol and then the next week, it'll only be three people, and then we we'll just whittle. Boston, and, and, so we... and then that person wins being the pastor of both churches. Not quite the Hard pass. No, that's not. But we we will be sharing this opportunity to to share with you what we're learning. But the way that we are going to do it is it's going to be a different person speaking uh, for a week. Mm-hmm at a time. And it'll be the same message for each uh, of the two churches. And what's cool about it, what I'm really excited about it is I'm a very collaborative person and a very collaborative learner. So what uh, gets me excited is being able to share and, and go back and forth and learn from other people's experiences and learn from uh, what other people's knowledge. And so we get together, the four of us, and we craft a message together. Uh, collaboratively, and so it'll have snippets of each one of our voices. It doesn't matter who's who's actually presenting it, um, but it'll have snippets of everybody's voice, so yeah. I'm excited about yeah. that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm really excited about that, that, that process and then being able to share that way. Now, um, you guys are a verse-by-verse verse community mo- most of the time, and so are we, uh, but you can't do that with Proverbs. Uh, we'll just be here for years and years and years. You thought... Your study through Luke was long. Uh, you get the proverbs, that's be long. Years. All right. So, so we're going to be picking a bunch of a bunch of themes, yep. um, and then pulling out all of the proverbs that go along with that theme, uh, and then we'll be working on on that together, the four of us, and then one of us will be presenting it at least for the first four weeks mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. So we all. That's going to be awesome.
0: I'm, ex- yeah. I'm excited towards that. I yeah. mean, just just on my side of things, as as the pastor, I've I've written a lot of messages, and it's usually in isolation. And so to be able to, to, to start writing a message with even a group of people that are bouncing ideas off of each other and stuff, I'm excited to see the results of that. I'm actually nervous for that. Is that okay? Yeah,
2: I, you know, that's okay. I'm
0: that's nervous, right. but, I, yeah. but I think it's going to be good. So yeah. um, what do you guys think about the book of Proverbs? Um, when, I, when I was growing up, I had a wise young guy, young man that was leading us, and, say, and he told me, like, hey, what you should do is, is every day take a, book of, uh, a chapter in the book of Proverbs and read it. Just once a day. There's like 30-some. You know, go for it. Have you, has anyone practiced that or done that? Okay. All right. We're going to get into some practical things in a little bit. What I want to talk about is go to question number two. Why do it this way? We've talked a little bit about why why we are doing this as two separate churches. And number five, how are we doing it? A little technical, you know, what are we going to do? And so why do we do it this way? Justin, lead us out in this one. Why are we doing
3: it this way? <laughs> um, you know, It just seems right to travel through the book of Proverbs. Um, Proverbs is a very communal um, book of the Bible. It was meant to uh, pass out wisdom and little snippets that that could be easily memorized, and and you take them with you wherever you go, Um, and um, they're always there. And it was a very, just a communal way of sharing that wisdom. So I think doing it this way, it just makes sense to be communal and sharing that wisdom and uh, kind of smithing things back and forth and making sure um, that uh, uh, those little pieces of wisdom are focused, um, that, um, that they're easily communicated, and, and uh, so we could all take them home and put them into practice, right? Because wisdom is... Um, usually earned. It's not just given, right? right? Wisdom is something that we have to, it costs us something to gain a little wisdom. Usually there's a little pain involved, but um, once you got it, you got it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and just as as, as parents, right, we want our kids to gain our our wisdom. Look, I did this the hard way and the wrong way, and it hurt a lot. So please learn this lesson. Mm -hmm. And so you don't repeat my mistakes. I mean, that's that's natural, And I think that's why Proverbs starts out those first few chapters about uh, a dad trying to pass on his wisdom to his son. Son, these are the things that I learned the hard way. And, and I think that's going to be great going back to just how we're crafting messages together is we've all learned different lessons sure. that deal with that truth in different ways. And together we can help pass on to each other and then pass on to both of our communities the wisdom. Here, don't, don't make these mistakes because they hurt. <laughs> Let's not do that, right? right. right. Anything to add to that, Ryan? No,
0: that's No? Okay. Well, in, in a little bit, we're going to see a video that really, it goes, it it does a really good job of kind of outlining the book of Proverbs. Um, it's it's the Bible project. Mm-hmm. And so, if you've ever seen that, they're, they're incredible videos, and, and that's going to kind of kick off our introduction into the book of Proverbs. But I want us to just keep staying and, and just... This atmosphere of community, like the Capital C church. Like we're two separate churches, we're coming together to do some incredible things and why Proverbs and Why Now? Hmm. Why why would we choose as Waypoints Church and Church Project to enter into the book of Proverbs and write and why right now in twenty twenty do we feel like this is where God is taking us?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well we have a, a saying we like to say a lot at Waypoints that is that is this that Spiritual maturity comes as we make decisions based upon our beliefs and convictions, not our emotions and our feelings. And I don't, I don't know if you, uh, if you turn on the news or social media or anything, there's a whole lot of people making decisions based upon their emotions uh, and, and fear and uh, all sorts of stuff and that drives us to, to hate and to ugliness and, and division and all this other stuff. And when we allow our emotions really to take hold and lead us, then that, that's our sinful nature just taking us down a path we don't want. And, and I, I don't think there's a better time for us uh, as um, not only the beginning of a year, but the beginning of an election year, the beginning of all this sort of stuff, to say, hey, whoa, 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 let's slow down. Let's make wise decisions. And what does that mm-hmm. look like to make a wise decision so that when you're faced with whatever, you know, all these topics that we're going to go through, we've got like 12 of them, uh, when when you're faced with this sort of situation, what is the wisdom here? What does God have to say, and what does that look like in 2020? What does that mm-hmm. look like in this world? And being very practical uh, because it is all applicable, right?
1: I think uh, the best reason why um, is comes from Proverbs, and it says... The, the purpose of Proverbs is to teach people wisdom and discipline, to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives. And I think we all would like to live disciplined and successful lives. And so if we can do this together and come and uh, be very intentional about gaining wisdom from scripture... Um, I think we all will have disciplined and successful lives. And I think a disciplined and success, successful life in Christ looks differently than what a successful life looks like to the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, and I just uh, think that Proverbs is so full of just good stuff. Um, I mean, I like it's like the Twitter of the Bible. I mean, it's got all these tweets. Of different things that, if you just put into practice, am I wrong? No, no. <laughs> you're not wrong. We're trying to figure out how your brain works. <laughs> getting getting you bring But if you put these things into practice, um, you'll li- your life will change. Yeah. yeah. And I think now more than ever in our culture, in society, in our country, and even in our own city, wisdom is something that we need. Yeah. And wisdom never goes out of style. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody says, "I wish I was wiser," not "I wish I was dumber." Yeah, that's so good. How many of us wish we had a redo? Yeah, <laughs> we
0: can learn from the past, and we can have a redo, and we can we can ask God to give us the wisdom. And so that's one of the reasons I'm excited <laughs> to get into it. Let's talk about the last um, two questions. Let's sure. go to number six. So. What, what do we need to do? And, and we as in Christians, the people that are going to be listening and part of this, the church, what do we need to do as we go into the book of Proverbs? Todd. <laughs> I,
2: I, well, I, I think we have to um, prepare ourselves for how much we want to get out of this because it's one of these things that I'm going to get out of as much as I put into it, right? So I think there has to be this... Okay, I want this to be more than just arriving on a Friday or a Sunday or a Tuesday for for an hour and whatever. Um, I want to have more impact than just that time. So in, in order to do that, I have to make some personal choices in my life to be open to the wisdom, to be willing to embrace the wisdom, to walk out the wisdom. I have to make those choices, and so you know, one of our, our encouragements is to to go ahead and and make Proverbs something that you're doing in your devotional time. Uh, you know, we we have some some videos and and there is some uh, devotional plans through uh, He Reads Truth and and You Version and all. I mean, just we have to immerse ourselves in this in this wisdom and say this is. For lack of a better word, my New Year's resolution that I want to be wiser this year and really make some choices to say I, w- I want to receive this. I want to get out everything God wants me to get out of it. Yeah,
0: that's right. And so, for those of you that have the U version Bible app, you can go on there now to our, our live event. And he reads truth, and she reads truth is something that Ryan found and, and kind of gave us a tool. Um, and then there's there's U version
1: reading plans on there as well. Can you talk about he and she reads truth? Yeah, so He Reads Truth and She Reads Truth. There's an app for both Android and uh, Apple. Um, If you download the app, it just has reading plans of Scripture uh, that are targeted. He Reads Truth is for males and She Reads Truth is for females. Um, And if you search for Proverbs, there's a study there in Proverbs that is just based on Scripture. And what's kind of cool about it is... uh, if you're married, you can do it with your spouse. Or if you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, you can do it with your uh, boyfriend or girlfriend. And you can study um, the same thing at the same time, but it's from a perspective written for women or for men. Um, it's really good. The content's solid. Um, but whatever resource that you choose to use, I would just encourage you to stick with it for the, the time that we're doing Proverbs. Like, really try to get as much out of this As possible. And sometimes when you read Proverbs, you can look at it uh, one of two ways. You can look at it as an opportunity to grow from what God's telling me or to feel criticized from what God's telling Mm -hmm. me. And I would encourage you to look at it from the perspective of growth. Mm Because nobody likes to be criticized, but sometimes being criticized is good. If it helps change us and makes us into um, better versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so Proverbs is filled with those kind of do this, don't do that kind of things. And you can focus on the don't do that. I I would encourage you to focus on the do this you'll come out a better person at the end of this.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I was just going to uh, say that um, sometimes Proverbs have that uh, sharp, because it's so focused, it's just one phrase. Sometimes it is a sharp uh, statement that we can kind of take offense to and like, ooh, I don't know if I want that to yeah. like sit here. Um, that doesn't make me feel great. But um, don't stop there. Don't close the door there. Yeah. Um, um, if it's uncomfortable, it's okay. Just kind of let it sit there and keep seeking God to see what his truth is, you know, and, and uh, how that works in your life. Yeah. yeah. So let's go
0: to the last question. Okay. Um, number seven, and Justin, lead us out in this and close us out in this. What do we, so we need so to expect? What well, we I, to expect?
3: I think... Um, um, Expect the unexpected is kind of like, has been my, I got four daughters, so that's pretty much what what I live by every day anyway, so expect the unexpected. See where God's going to open these doors up? I mean, he's, you're laughing, yeah. <laughs> um, that's why I have no hair. That's, that's correct. That's yes, correct. Um, but uh, God's going to, you know, it's not outside of his um, character to do things um, outside of our plan um, that might um, be an eye-opener to some of us. And every time he does it, it is an eye-opener. Yeah. Um, so even though a Proverbs, it, it, one little piece of wisdom, you know, Ryan, you you talked about it um, on Friday. I was laughing because you call it the Twitter today, but you called it um, the fortune cookie on Friday. So um, <laughs> that's, that's why so I was like, These day. analogies just <laughs> keep rolling around here. So. so even though it is a fortune cookie, right, um, there's a lot of weight to that one Ooh, statement. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, And it doesn't always just happen here on a Sunday morning or a Friday night or a Tuesday night, um, but it echoes throughout the rest of our week.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. So just expect that. Yeah,
2: and, and can I add... It is easy when you find those little nuggets of truth. It's easy to go, "Oh, that's for so and so." Yes. Right. It's always easy <laughs> to think about who that could apply to. Um, it applies to you. Yes. So you're you're gonna need to you know, what to expect? Uh, expect it to apply to you, mm-hmm. and expect uh, sometimes for that to be uncomfortable. Sometimes for that to be offensive. Sometimes to be like, "Wow, I wish I would have known that earlier." Yeah. Um, yeah. So expect it to apply to you.
1: Yep. Yep. One thing I'll add yep. is that sorry. No,
0: you're closing us out because I know what you're going to say. Go for it. (laughs) One one thing
1: I'd add is that um, this is not, um, you know, kind of one of those, if you do this, it's guaranteed to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though there's a lot of statements in Proverbs that says, do this and you will get this, um, that's a general statement. That in general, when you do these things, these things will happen to you or your life will be better because of it. And I, you know, it, sometimes growing is hard. I don't know if you guys remember middle school and, or if you've blocked that part of your life out. Still um, counseling, thank you. No. Yeah, exactly. But if you remember being in fourth, fifth grade and you started to, I don't know about you, but I remember multiple nights waking up because my legs hurt because I was actually gro- physically growing in the pain of just, your body changing and your bones actually becoming bigger and stronger and those th- types of things but i i'm so grateful that i'm not the same person i was physically in middle school that i'm a different person now i wish i was a little bit less of what i am now but <laughs> that's a different story i'm working on that too but anytime uh, that there's growth, there's going to be a little bit of discomfort. And so just prepare your heart for that discomfort. And oftentimes the things that we're most uncomfortable about are the things that God really wants us to work on the most. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you're willing to just go in it and say, I'm going to just open my mind, open my heart to whatever God has for me for the next few weeks, months, while we're going through uh, Proverbs, if you if you're willing to do that, you will experience some growing pains, but your life will be better. And when you implement the truths of, of Proverbs, you'll see that God's promises do come true in those areas.